Welcome to another edition of the Independent Creator Podcast. Tonight, we're actually going to be taking a little break from live streaming topics that we've usually been talking about over the past couple episodes and actually going to go through and look at some of the open source and also free community building software for your forums if you're really interested in that. Now, let's actually get into the meat and potatoes, as it were. Uh, let's see if I got everything that's working. So one of the things that a lot of people are forgetting pretty much is that forums are this great place that, you know, you can gather information. It's easily searchable and, you know, it's not really lost to the annuals of time. Unlike places like gra um, gravity wells or black holes like discord. Now, a lot of people are gravitating to discord because, oh, it's free. It's easy. And pretty much everyone else is using it. Right. Well, that is a, yes, that is a positive, but the thing is, is that there are a lot of things that are wrong or not really um, user-friendly as it were. Any information, any, any information that is in Discord is completely siphoned off, blocked behind a, a, a gate from the rest of the world. And even if you do find your way into that particular server, Good luck trying to find it through search because search on Discord is really not that great. Now, reason I say that is because Discord is not open into, you know, the, you know, open world as it were, as it were with the internet and everything else like that. It's kind of, like I said, it's a black hole. And unfortunately, a lot of companies, uh, game publishers and developers are starting to abandon their forums in order to go to Discord because, you know, some bean counters on, on payroll say, oh, we're spending a couple thousand dollars a month on hosting our forum when we can use Discord. It's completely free, guys. Yay. But they're losing the site that all the information, all that knowledge is being lost. It's just going to disappear from the Internet like old guides or walkthroughs of stuff, power builds, uh, character sheets, whatever you name it, is going to be essentially lost to the internet. And yeah, oh, well, let's just join the Discord. Okay, well, fine. If you can find a Discord, have you tried looking up, um, like RuneScape was, is, a, is a good example. RuneScape recently is starting their transition from their forums that they've been running for decades going into a discord format. And that's the thing is that all of that information is going to be gone. Oh, they said, Oh, you go have until I think it was February or March that you, Oh, you can save uh, your old, your old posts and threads. Great. That's, that's nice. What would be even nicer is to keep the information there on the internet. Right? So the thing is, is that a lot of people are, easily saying or being swayed by, Oh, it's just discord. It's, it's easier. It's, it's, everyone's doing it. Now, the reason why I bring this up because I've been a advocate for myself. I've been saying from shouting from the rooftops to an empty choir or empty audience, because it's just something that everyone is like, Oh, forums are a dead technology. No one uses those. Ew forums. That's like old boomer stuff. Well, a lot of the cases, forums are still around and are being actively used. One of those is simple machine forums. I'm going to go over a couple different uh, 
free open source kind of uh, softwares that suites that you can use. And I'll also talk about the paid options as well. But most of the time, I'm going to be talking about the free open source stuff. Like Simple Machine Form has been around for decades. And they're still, believe it or not, still being actively worked on. There is still some development cycles being used up. There's some people that still use it. And, you know, I've used it myself in the past. It is a free form software that, you know, it's, it's good. I mean, think of it as like a, a vanity project. You have to get that past that, that, no, that mindset. It has to be pretty. Now, like Fox is saying in our chat, uh, in our uh, live recording says what each one is written in, what DB engines are supported. This, most of the ones like uh, SMF, MyBB and PHBB are written in uh, PHBB and require MySQL or yeah, MySQL. I don't think that you can use Mariah in this, but let's, let's take a look at SMF right now. So if I go in right now, we're looking at if you're watching live or on the uh, the episode later, uh, we're going through what is actually SMF. This is what their forum software looks like. And they have released a version 2.1.4. And this was summer of last year. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot more that they could be doing, but these the developers of these are like volunteers. They're not here to make any money. There, there's, there is no monetary gain on this. It's all voluntary or a small group of people keeping these, these software alive. So Mariah replaced uh, MySQL. So yeah, but the question is always what Postgres is supported. Well, let's see if we can find that out. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Internet. Um, Bringing the light internet, uh, was it IBF internet brands forums? Internet brands is actually a company, not a very good company because they bought the bulletin years ago and they bought also small or decently sized forums and just completely like filled them with ads and just destroyed the entire community. So let's see. Um, not looking at finding anything, but uh, pretty much you're pretty much going to see that the SMF and all these are going to be on a typical lamp stack. So take that for what what what's uh, what it's worth. Now, just having to redo this entire episode again is just completely derailed my train of thought for tonight. So. This episode is not going to be as good, but we'll just power along through it. But SMF has been around for decades, pretty much since early 2000s, like 2001. And there are plenty of uh, themes and plugins that you can use on this. You can so you go to themes and we'll take a look at a couple here. There are some nice looking ones. Of course, you know, these aren't going to win uh, best in show, but you know what? It's it's doable for what you get. As actually, some of these do look quite nice. There is a few of them that are gaming related because you know some people don't have the budget 
to spend hundreds of dollars on Xenforo or Envision Community to get a form started. Sometimes the best course of action um, is start for free. Well, Beeple Bulletin was pulled some inspiration from other stuff, but it's how that went about with the whole V Bulletin thing. We'll, we'll get into that later. It was a complete cluster in of itself. So <laughs> now you can also have some uh, modifications or plugins that are available to this. So you have uh, stop form spam, which is a great thing to have because a lot of times these free boards get inundated with spam postings unless unless your admin and mod staff are really good or on the ball. I've seen so many even paid software that has turned into, you know, piles of crap filled with ad spam. And it's just like, why, what, what happened? It's just, might as well just nuke it from orbit just to be sure, just get rid of it all. But a lot of active development is still going on for SMF, simple machine forums. And, you know, for what it is, it's perfectly reliable and you can host it on your server. It's, it's small. It's free, it's open source, so you know, there is that. Let's take a look at another one, which is MyBB. Now, MyBB is also another you know, free open source software that, of course, as their tagline says, MyBB is the free and open source forum software powering thousands of engaging, vibrant, and unique communities across the internet. Okay, sure. Oh yeah, you're saying that with uh, locked the new registration feature completely because they couldn't stop getting spam bots. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because a lot of these open source also are older, so there are still a lot of you know these bad people out there that have built these bot programs to just spam inundate these boards. For I have no real reason why they would do that because if they do that the stuff that they're posting out there is not getting seen. So I would, I wouldn't suggest it, but I would think in my mind, if you want to uh, maximize your return on investment for, you know, the work hours to actually go for, you know, the larger boards and just uh, do that, do it that way. But they know this, these are easy, soft targets to hit. Why maybe be, well, you can have a rad community. <laughs> well, all the forums are pretty much going to have the same thing. It's like you have a friendly community will help you get your community started. There's extensions. You got, uh, it's simple to use, multilingual. So let's take a feature tour, which was right here. So you got plugins, you have moderation, which, you know, pretty much every forum software that has been designed, built, since I guess the dawn of internet time has these things. So it's just something, it's just another option for anyone who like, again, like I said, doesn't have the budget for the larger, more expensive forum software. So you got, you know, your discussions, themes, admin, um, users, I guess that's a feature, <laughs> uh, use features to keep your users engaged and active. Well, yeah, they all pretty much look the same. I would have to say that Envision community is actively trying to move away from what 
its stereotypical form would look like. I'll show that in just a moment. But this is every form. If you think of form, you think of its a category block with subjects within each one or subcategories in it. Yeah, it's just kind of like they all, they all kind of look the same. So I think that's the reason why a lot of people are not really uh, so gung-ho about it anymore because of places like, you know, again, Discord, Facebook, uh, Reddit, and uh, other places. So it's kind of like to try to keep alive an old technology that is actually serves a great purpose and is really to this day still viable for community building. And like you said, it's uh, with the least pick one with at the least stupid security vulnerabilities in the last five years. Yeah. And one of these, one of these, actually all three that are the, uh, the smaller open source ones are are easily poked at, I would say, because the development time is not as intense as you know the other ones. Uh, there is again; it, it, these are small teams, probably less than thirty people, if that, maybe ten at the most, and they do this on the side, it's just because they love the software, and that's what they've uh, grown up building and and getting set in their ways now is there a possibility that yeah you can change out a couple things sure i mean i mean there is that aspect but it com it requires a complete rewrite and my my thinking is that the man hours in order to do that make changes on that scale is kind of an impossible feat at the developer levels the uh, the the the, the numbers that they have. So it's just something that you really have to think of like this right now, we're looking at my BB. It, it looks eerily similar to SMF, but the design format is different when you look at it from, from each other. SMF had more of a structure. Everything is in like containers, like categories and all the stuff are in a little small little containers. Well, the same thing can be said with my BB, but it has a different aesthetic to it. Like you can, if you're in a forum world and you can go to different forums that are set up, you can almost instinctively say, oh, this was built with my BB or, oh yeah, this was with uh, discourse. Oh, this is a envision community. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, the, the tall tale signs of what each software in, incorporates. So it's kind of it's kind of nice to see that where you can instantly have that recognition. It's kind of like saying you go into Mickey D's and and in your where your hometown, and you go across the country and go walk into another McDonald's, and it's pretty much going to be the same thing. It'll look the same, have the same food, same atmosphere, and same all around. So it's kind of it's kind of like that that. Um, it's trademark, so to speak. It's uh, it's immersion, as it were. So, think of it like that. Is like you're you're looking at the fast food industry of forums, where you can change a couple of different things. You can change the theme, but underlying of what it is, it's still going to have that that flavor. That flavor, depending on your how you look at it, could be 
good, okay, or distasteful. So, so my BB is like another one. It's it's been on you know a slow development cycle. Like they have just released uh, just a couple months ago, back in November, a security and maintenance release. And they also have a designing MyBB 1.9's installer. So a lot of these you can install on shared hosting plans because they're small, they're tiny, there's nothing really to it. And really, for most of the people who are starting up with forms, are ones that are just starting out. They don't have a, a large community to you know stress off server hardware in a way that be kicked off shared hosting. And say, hey, you need to get on a, a VPS or at least a dedicated. So they got a couple years. They got a long time frame before they move different software hardware. So it looks like they have different changing different things. Uh, let's see. We've got user interface is a much better looking web UI for the install process. Um, PHP, of course, everything. You have to have a, a Mariah DB and get that set up in your, your shared hosting plan if you go that route. So again, a lot of this has been long running that they've been needing to do this. And it looks like they have put everything on GitHub too. So this, when I used my BB a long time ago, we're talking decades. Yeah, it's, it's a Postgres as well. Most, most of these are gonna have the same thing. When I first started in my forum ventures many, many years ago, <laughs> um, I started out with PHPB. I went, I jumped over to my BB and I also tried out SMF. I pretty much tried all them all. I had to have to say of the, just those three, my BB was probably the easiest to work with at that time. And there was a growing community of plugin developers, theme makers. So it was kind of like, you know, the early days of forums and it was great to see, but just to see that I moved on to other other platforms, but to see how that they're actually still working on this is really, really good. In my mind, it's actually a great thing to see that there are people out there trying to keep these things alive, which is, in my opinion, a good thing. Let's take a look at PHBB. Now, this one, I believe, is the older one. This is the oldest. Now, it... Again, take all this with a grain of salt. It's 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 a it's a um, an acquired taste with using these software, and it's something that you know a lot of people. I I don't like to say that when they look at forms that use these particular pieces of software, as oh, they're using my BB. Ooh, I don't even want to bother click away from this this community. Ew. No, it's just give these guys a chance because the people who are creating these forums are doing so for the love of the community that they want to you know, spark and, and grow. But that's that's the thing that they have this kind of reputation that it's kind of like a, a bargain basement type of uh, deal. So PHBB is the older version. Of course, as you can see, if you're watching it, 
it's very antiquated looking. It's definitely looks like a forum back in the nineties, early two thousands. And they really haven't changed much. I believe. Yeah. They let's take a look in the announcements here. Uh, they did have a recent update, didn't they? Yeah. The, uh, back in October of 2023, it released a, a new update. It's a maintenance release, which increases the minimum required PHP version, which, which all these pretty much had to do. Uh, adds a new search index progress bar with added statistics. Uh, do security hardening. Um, new search index. Um, basically, it's maintenance and security updates on this one. So it's a good thing to see that Development is still ongoing. Yeah, you definitely see this one a lot because this one is everyone knows PHBBB. PHBB. That's a hard word. Yeah. And truthfully, a lot of shared hosting plans have, you know, the one click install for stuff. You see, like your WordPress. Um, PHBB is on there nine times out of 10. There's also SMF is there as well. My BB occasionally, depending on the actual uh, person who, or the company that has that shared hosting, the, the version of cPanel, if they want to add that or not. So PHBB is constantly under that forum section within the one-click installs on your cPanels. And I'm not to say that it's it's a bad thing, but it's kind of like, you know, it's 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 there right in front of your face. And they do have different styles or themes that you can do. Uh, let's take a look at styles database. And some of these, I know, especially with PHBB, I don't know if they have updated, but it was kind of a pain in the butt, really. It was a pain in the butt to actually install these themes. You had to go into and do all sorts of stuff. And it wasn't really a one-click install. So let's take a look at this. I mean, this theme, if I was actually going to say, I'm going to start up a forum using PHBB, I would use this theme, not only because it's a dark, dark mode, but it kind of moves away from the styling, the impression of a PHBB kind of setup. It does still look like it, but it has elements that try to make it look not like it. I don't know if you... If you catch my drift there. So there are many different versions of these different themes that you can use. There's uh, different extensions, like what we can do. Uh, official extensions, yeah, orange and black. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, we got auto groups is an extension that can automate the process of adding and removing users from groups upon reaching specified quantitative milestones. Board rules, announcements, collapsible forum categories, Google Analytics, media embeds, pages. So, I mean, the list goes on and on. And these are the official extensions. So it's always a good thing to see if we go into like the uh, database of everything else that's being worked on. Oh, there's all the different kind of things. You know, you got custom BB codes. Uh, let's go and look into communication. I don't think you'll be able to have like 
Oh, you have your Discord notifications that you can have here. Extended OAuth, logins, mentions, smart feeds, markdown. So it's pretty much, you know, everything out there under the sun, pretty much. It just depends on if these particular extensions are still updated. Yeah, this one was updated just last week, uh, Friday, January 10th. Two weeks ago. I don't know. Time is time is relative. Yeah, it's just CSS. That's all it is. It's just a layer wrapped around CSS. Or CSS layer wrapped around everything. Yeah. So with enough CSS knowledge, you can make anything look pretty. Now these those three that we looked into, PHBB, MyBB, and SMF, Simple Machines Form, are what I would suggest would be if you want to go this route, it's a great thing to, to do. And cause you have a great community that is there to help you out and answer any questions that you might have. Now, again, your mileage may vary depending on how you want to go about it. Next section that we're looking going to look into are again, they're still open source and free, but they kind of a little bit more involved with getting set up and running. What I'm talking about is discourse. Discourse is actually pretty new. It's what, not even 10 years. It's been a couple of years. I know that. A lot of companies, I know the uh, the game company Funcom, they have their forum is built in and around discourse. And this actually, when this first came out, it kind of put the forum community, like change how how a forum would look like it got rid of the you know the categories each block was a category set up in different sections but discourse went through and changed it that your posts are exactly what you see when they're updated or the first right there in line and you should see post after post there's no really category separation it just puts the post front and center for you know for everyone to read and as you see here, Unreal uh, Engine has forums within Discourse. A lot of places, uh, Asana has it. So a lot of big companies have, instead of, which is a great thing, have upgraded or use their forum software from whatever they were probably using before, some antiquated uh, fly-by-night proprietary kind of forum software, and using an open source free uh, software. Now it does have everything. It has it does have categories, so that is that is there in the back end. But again, like I said, it's set up to post put the post up front and center. And then they have the option. I, I know somebody you might see that, oh well, it's hosting for 50 bucks a month. How is that free? Well, if you don't want to run and administrate your own server hardware and the install of Discourse, you can let them do it for you. And it just costs you 50 bucks a month. They set up the server for you. They run it through the updates and all the sort of stuff like that. But if you really want to do, it's completely free. You can just get it from the GitHub, install it from on your own hardware, and then you take care of it. So you got to deal with, you know, the admin stuff. I know a lot of people who are inside the free open source, the community, they love doing that, but there's some other people that I don't have the time. 
I don't want to spend most of my time managing form software, my server. I just want to, you know, do the content and do that stuff. So it's a good thing that they have that capability for 50 bucks a month. I know it's, it seems pretty high. Uh, let's actually take a look, see what is involved or what you get for the pricing. Uh, let's see, compare, compare, well, compare. So you can do like page views. You got 50,000 page views per month. Storage is 10 gigs. Uh, you get, of course, the mobile app, which is a like a PWA and global CDN. You don't get custom themes and components, and you don't get a custom domain. Oh, it's, that's the basic. 50 bucks a month, you don't get a lot, really. You don't get a custom domain. And public access, not sure exactly what that means. Your form is no longer not accessible via the public. Huh. What? <laughs> uh, you do get community support and email support, but you don't get priority email support that as the, on the business side of things. So is it something that you have to weigh the pros and cons? Uh, if, if this was me, I would self-host it. I've done that before. It's not really that difficult. It's just, you know, this you have to take care of everything. So I like the backups. Uh, you have to get start the get together the Chrome jobs to do that and get that all set up to do the dailies and weeklies. Um updates, theme updates, plugin updates. You gotta go through that whole rigmarole. Uh you can also do oh support user authentication via sign in with Apple is available on a standard. SSO on standard Amazon. Okay, so a lot of the, like the other stuff for login is more geared more for large companies that can afford this. Uh, you can also get a lot of plugin supports that are available that are in the basic plan, like Patreon, dark uh, docs, spoiler alerts, which, you know, that's a nice thing to have. Uh, you don't get anti-spam, which I would think you would want to have that as a basic, but I guess in their mind is, uh, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, when you look at it, it's kind of like, oh, this is pretty expensive, but you also got to take an account that they're doing everything for you. So it depends on how much you, you think your money is worth, you know, to, for this particular situation. Now, like I said, with this course, it was very great in how it changed things out. Uh, we'll go to the features you get. It's um, it's like, as it says, conversations, your postings are come first, not going into a page, go into a category, go into a subcategory, go into the thread, go. Now you're finally looking into the post history and you're now reading. Like I said, everything is right up in front. Uh, they also have a, a chat that is, is recently put in, I think early last year, at real-time chat, which is okay. I don't see the necessary because you got the forum right there, but some people do want to chat in real time on a forum. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. Um, now they got uh, AI integrated with it as well. Pretty much AI is 
getting into everything. Your, your couch cushions will have AI in five years. Uh, you also have uh, context menus as a platform. So everything is all set up logistically in a flat way. Uh, it's actually lightweight when you look on it on a mobile site via the mobile web. So it's actually really easy to see how it's very popular to, hey, you know, use our, our form software to have a, a lightweight form experience. Uh, we got single sign-on, community moderation, spam blocking. Uh, you can do summarize a topic, social logins, if you want to go that route, emojis, badges. Everybody needs their badges. Uh, Two-factor authentication. You got official plugins. And uh, it's 100% open source. So yeah, and much, much more. So you can use Markdown is, I think it was, is the default, but you can also use BB code and there's HTML, HTML formatting. So there is that use case for you. Uh, let's see, demo, go into a demo. So this is pretty much what it looks like. Like I said, the posts are front and centered. And you do have your categories here. So it's, it's a great thing that if you want to go into, oh, I just want to check out what's in the new, in the gaming section. Okay, here you go. And uh, you click on that. Everything's all listed out. And you got this nice little handy feature for a, uh, like, a, not a histogram, but a history position of postings. So if I, oh, I don't want to go to the front. I want to go to the re most recent. Here's the most recent. Or you can just click on it taken to the bottom and it gives you a nice little position where you're at and what date range you're looking into like this is old stuff like 2021 but this is also a demo so yeah there is that <laughs> um demo is i was going to say this is their actual forums but no this is like i said this is their sandbox demo mode i was wondering why because there was like looking at some of the topics it's quickly looking through i'm like oh that's topical <laughs> get it topical but yeah um the next one is kind of like very similar they've taken what this course has done but they made their own kind of uh, spin on it it's pretty much looks exactly the same what i'm talking about is flarium Flarium is also another uh, free open source. It has, a, it's, it's not more well known, but it is an option for some communities if they want to go this route. And I believe they don't have a capability for doing hosting. So it's pretty much you're on your own. You have to do it. You have to have the server hardware to do this. They don't have, uh, they don't do uh, the hosting for you. So that, and I believe they were thinking of doing that at one point in the past, but it kind of fell on the wayside. So they got, you know, let's take a look at what they have here. All right. So they got the, they're on for Flarium version 1.8.0. Oh, and I did have a security breach, which is a, not a good thing, but it is great that they are um, letting people know, which unfortunately is going to happen. It's, there's no way, shape, and form 
that you're going to stop. It's just you're going to have to have a method to mitigate the damage done and to take care of the damage afterwards. That's what you have to, to think about is you can sit there for all of time in space and trying to say, oh, I, I'm, I'm defeating the spammers. I'm, uh, I'm taking care of this, right? Well, you're, you're fighting a losing battle pretty much. So there is that. So you just got to mitigate the damage done and get back on track and make sure your users are aware of the fact that there was a data breach so they can take care of things on their own, like change passwords and make sure nothing's been compromised on their end as well. So that's a good thing that they had posted that up. That was back uh, late last year, November timeframe. But They've gone through a different style approach. If you want to take a look through here, uh, like this is going to uh, one of these uh, threads. It's very similar. It has, you know, the history slider on the side. Uh, they have different, again, all these forms are going to have themes, plugins, out the wazoo, whatever kind of things that you want to look for. I'm sure they pretty much have it or there's a way to do it. And Going back to discourse, I want to say is if you use a blogging software like Ghost, which I do use, they have an integration with discourse. So all your blog posts and newsletters, you can set that up as the comments are, are sent into your discourse forum as you know, for your comments. So it's a great thing that there are integrations for these other uh, outside integrations as well. So if we look at, uh, let's take a look go back to their home. Uh, actually, I want to go back to the community because I want to take a look at their theming. Uh, they have extensions. Is it in there? Yep, themes. So they put it in extensions under one category, which is fine. So let's take a look at palette theme because I had the most on there. I mean, it's okay. It's It's a plain... It has a light mode and a dark mode. So it's pretty cool. Nice looking, easy on the eyes. I mean, again, you're, you're not going to have, you know, razzle dazzle lights and other stuff. We're not looking like geo cities here. We don't, we don't want to go back to geo cities really. So again, you have your different themes. You have different, oh, you also have paid themes here, paid extensions. Oh, you got a API for steam bridge. So you can integrate your Steam profile, your Steam profile. That's actually pretty cool. It has like your last games played, uh, your Steam name. Yes, GeoCities and Angel Fire, the land of under construction gifts, spinning skulls, <laughs> and bad music. <laughs> we don't want to go back there. Yeah, the blink tag. Oh, hail the blink tag. So there's a lot of things that you can do with both discourse and Flareum. Um, I haven't really had that much experience with Flareum. I have used discourse in the past. It's, it's a very decent and robust system. Uh, the, the people who run tech lore, they use discourse on for their forum software. And it's again, 
it's completely free and open source. You don't have to pay the hosting fees. If you want to do it yourself, fine. If you don't, well, you got to pay up and have someone do it for you. Now, one thing that you know that HTML standard actually kicked a blink tag because of how famous they Oh, that's the reason why they hate you for it. Well, I can understand why. Yeah, it was very um, not good. So let me go ahead and go back into our uh, section here while I uh, open up a new tab. So the nice thing is that you have options. Those options are a lot. And it's pretty much you run the gamut of however you want to go about it, whatever look you want. And again, like Fox said in, in, in our uh, own cast chat, is that it's basically CSS. Uh, let's see, he says uh, a bunch of free JavaScript JavaScript snippets emerge and emulate its behavior. Remember when using JS to enhance your page was known as DHTML. Yeah, one of the dimmest, dumbest misnomers. Um, I don't really remember it, but I do remember DHTML as being trying to be something and it didn't last too long. And it was kind of, you know, uh, looked down on. <laughs> with great disdain. Now, moving on into the paid software. Paid software pretty much comes into, there's a, there's a couple flavors. You got, as you can see on the screen, you have Zenfora, which is a, a um, brainchild of two people who used to work at vBulletin. When vBulletin, I think it was going from version three to four, they decided to go out on their own and create Zenforo. And of course, we're talking like years ago, vBulletin that was also bought by um, internet brands sued the makers of Zenforo and it drug out the court case for years. Eventually they lost because they claimed that Zenforo was a copy of vBulletin. Because, you know, it's the two guys who used to work there. So just, oh, it's trade secrets and, oh, and all sorts of stuff like that. Which it wasn't a case. It was proven false. So luckily for them, it was great. There was a great um, awakening within the forum community for paid software. Because all you had at the time was vBulletin. vBulletin was everywhere. It was pretty much the de facto forum software for large forums. No matter where you went to, you were log you were seeing vBulletin. It was, want to bet? <laughs> oh yeah, there, there is no better platform. Well, it, it's it's marketing speak. <laughs> so let's actually take a look what v, uh, v, Zenforo actually looks like. As you can see, it looks like a forum. It really hasn't changed much from, you know, back in the days and what is you seeing now. They do offer a couple different things. They have a media gallery that you can post pictures to and stuff like that. They have a resource, uh, uh, resource management for software or D not, not DLC. Wow. Um, add-ons and themes and stuff like that. 
yeah, it's it's PHPB with a little uh, CSS changes here and there. Essentially, that's what all forum software is, really. But it's one of the things that you get better. This is where my caveat comes in. I would say you get better support and upgrades and updates for your software with paid software than you do with free open source. Yeah, DLC. That's just, that just popped in my mind. I'm thinking uh, gaming for whatever reason. <laughs> but with the paid avenue, you get a, a higher chance of your stuff being taken care of sooner, faster, and better. Uh, updates for the forum software also sooner, faster, better. And again, that's where my caveat comes into play because with Zenforo, yeah, it's well propagated by PR, but with Zenforo, they have been kind of slacking on the update frequency lately in the past year or two. Just recently, they just started to get the ball rolling again for something uh, in the next version of Zenforo. And a lot of people are being disenchanted with Zenforo, but there is still a large community that loves the software, loves Zenforo. So I, again, I, I, I went, I pretty much used all these platforms. I've had a lot of experience with Zenforo. I've, I've used many forums with Zenforo and I love it. Uh, when I first started, it was a pain in the butt. Try to do any kind of installs for DLC. I'm going to use that for, for this now. Uh, for install DLC, it was kind of a pain in the butt, but they kind of made it easier now. Now, what I use, especially for on this indie creator, I use a software called Envision Community. It's another paid software. It actually, they are, the next version is going to release sometime this year, relatively soon. That makes a lot of changes, a lot of good changes. Um, yes, there are some pros and cons to this as well, but I find that I have um, the integrations that they have, especially for the blog side of things, is great. Uh, of course, they have integrated calendar. They also have e-commerce if you want to do kind of a, um, a DLC software selling, if you want to do that, or subscriptions. You got galleries, uh, clubs excuse me, a custom CMS that you can make as if on the front end. They got a whole lot of stuff. And Envision Community came from Envision Powerboard, which was a free open, uh, open software. And I believe the reason why they went to paid is because the support that they were trying to uh, give everybody, it was just costing way too much man hours in time, that's just the same thing. That was a double speak there. Anyways, so they decided, I believe actually you can still use an older version of Envision Powerboard. I think it's uh, 1.4, I believe it is, that is still out there that you can freely use, no problem. It's this Envision community came from that, that piece of software. It evolved from it. So if you go into what it looks like, it's a little bit different. Of course, it's again, a CSS wrap around PHPP. And 
their latest one here. Let me go to their uh, blog entries because they're going to be doing some new stuff. Because if you go to the, our, our site, thisindiecreator.com, how I have the form set up is very similar to how you would see like discourse. The uh, postings are all right there, ready to go and everything. You can go into the categories if you want. Uh, the front page is the blog section there. That's what I put in. But if you go to the forums, that's what I have it set up. But they do have a new thing that they're coming up with with version five. That is a hybrid of sorts. Of course, I can't find it quickly. Uh, is this one it? Yeah, of course you got your widgets. Uh, yeah, this one is it's like a hybrid of the everything, all the posting within a category, which is a, it's a pretty cool thing to have. So if you want your category with uh, your pages or no, your conversations, let's say it would go with the discourse model that the, how they said it, your conversations are front and centered within a category. So it's pretty cool that they have set that up. Um, they have all different things that they, they put in now. Both Zenforo and Envision Community do offer uh, paid hosting if you want to have them take care of server costs or the server hosting and updates and running your board on the, the admin side of things, the, the, like the technical stuff. They do have options for that. It can be a little pricey. I believe Envision for just forums. You don't get any kind of, um, yeah, here's the pricing. You don't get any kind of, um, blogs or any kind of special deals or special things is just forums is $54 a month. So all you get is just discussions. You get a hundred, hundred gigs of storage, which you can offload into like a S3 bucket or whatever. Uh, you get the calendar, you get unlimited admin seats, so you can have as many admins as you want. Uh, of course, you have a custom domain and online analytics basics. But that's the thing, that's all built in. You can also use Google Analytics or one of the free open source analytic tools. The higher up, 100 bucks a month, you do get, this is this is Envision Community, remember. You get the gallery clubs, uh, the blogs, Pretty much the DLC, you can have that added into. You get 500 gigs, custom domain. Uh, their live topics are a cool way of doing. Think of it as this way, is that you want once a month, you set up like a community meet that everybody comes into. And it's, I'll read it from here. It's a live chat feature for in-platform web webinars. Once the webinar concludes, the live chat will convert into a topic allowing post-webinar participation. That is something that is actually pretty cool when you think about it within the forum space that no other forums really are taken advantage of. So with the, the first, second tier, I should say, $100 a month, you get one topic, live topic per month. And of course, the next one up is two, you also, in you also get the courses and lessons. Now, if you heard me talk uh, months ago or earlier last year, um, I was running the community inside a platform called Mighty uh, Mighty Networks. 
which is basically the same thing. It's a place where you can do courses if you do a lot of like uh, lessons and stuff like that and has a community aspect built around it. That too was also expensive. And that's why I moved to Vision Community and I do a self-host and it's much cheaper. <laughs> so as you can see, Vision Community has most of the focus is towards the enterprise with they do still support the self-hosting hobbyist as well. So most of their focus is more the business enterprise side of things. That's why you see these numbers almost $619 a month. And that's annual of, oh, uh, about $7,000 a year for the business side. That's just one step below the enterprise. Now, when you look over at Zenforo, uh, let's go back to it's a little bit cheaper. Uh, yeah, pricing. There we go. Let me turn off. Oh, that's annual. But let's go to monthly. Now, the starter is what? $5 more, $6 more per month. But they do offer a little bit different things. They do offer add-ons and API. Oh, clicked on the wrong thing. So they they say lifetime support. Any place that says lifetime support, I, I don't believe it. There's many times we, we've seen it with Femora Pro. So, oh yeah, lifetime software, no problem. Pay once, this is yours forever until we do an update and then screw our customers over. Eh, what are you gonna do? Go to DaVinci Resolve? <laughs> yeah, that's what they did. Sorry, that's my little tangent. Um, So yeah, you got a couple different things. Same price point is around $60. Vision community is at 54. But again, it's the complete Zenforo suite, which uh, suite com comprises of the core software and all first party add-ons, including media gallery, the resource manager, and enhanced search. So they have a little bit one up on Envision community, which I would think, I would hope that this right here, the beginner for $54 a month would include the same items, the gallery and blogs. But then again, you have this here. So it's kind of like their, the pricing structure is a little strange, but again, if you don't want to run the stuff on your own server hardware and you don't want to do the admin side of things, you do got to pay. You gotta pay somebody to run your stuff for you. That's just the nature of the business. And that's the game that you gotta play. So, yeah. So software vendors regarding support are like insurance salesmen. They want to make sure you believe that if you pay, you will have the most loyal royal comfort possible. But in reality, if you ever try to invoke what you paid for, they will stop at nothing to dismiss you, leave you, abandon you, and not waste time. That is very true. So again, I like to say that um, like your job, any company is not family. Don't trust them. Just, you know, keep, keep them at an arm's distance. Don't believe that they have your best interest at heart because in the sad fact of it is that the only, the only thing that they have faith in is the money coming into their business. And that is it. 
Yeah, and Fox also continues, uh, they also love to blame you and accuse you of being exclusively guilty, weaseling out of the responsibilities by desperately seeking for a loophole or scapegoat that technically voids the terms of their support. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it, like I said, it's basically, it says keep them at arm's distance. It's a professional contract that you have with these places or these businesses. Yeah, you give them money and you expect them to uphold their end of the deal. And if they don't, you can vote with your wallet and say, guess what? I'm out. And that's the nice thing I see with a uh, month to month is that you have the capability to say, hey, I feel like you're screwing me over and I'm not getting support. I'm going to go to your competitor. See ya. And we do have competitors. You have Zinforo. You have Envision Community. You also have Woot Lab, which is also another forum software. This one, was it Woot Lab? No. Yeah. It's a, uh, oh, it's it's because it's German, so it's Volt Lab. So I'm going to show you this real quick. Uh, this is another paid option. Uh, it's very similar to Envision Community. And it's, again, it's all, it's a forum software and all sorts of stuff like that. And this one, round about the same, same, it's um, doing that can quickly get you a free month or two. And yeah, exactly, St. Clinton. Doing that can quickly get you a free month or two in some cases, right? <laughs> um, so this one you get is the cloud. It starts at 40 bucks a month. Use your own domain, improve search results. Um, you get some features, you get forum, blog, calendar, file base, gallery, and uh, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, you also get user management, customization, uh, no visible branding. You don't, you'll get Volt Labs, uh, custom, their, their branding on your forum, which I see, this is the thing. I can see that if it was on a free plan, but you're giving them money. So it's kind of like, okay. But with all the other software, they, they have their branding. They're say powered by whatever on the bottom. So again, you can pay extra to get rid of that branding, but again, you pay an extra. So Vote Lab, you do have it's cheaper and it's relatively the same style look to it, like Envision. And actually, this looks more closely to Zenforo than Envision. But you can have this set up Envision, you can have it look like this as well. It's just a simple changing in the admin side of things. So again, you have tons of options that are available to you within the forum community space to build up your community. And one of the things I would actually suggest for anyone who is thinking about starting up a forum is try the free options first. Start with one of the three open source or even start up a discourse server. This is, yeah, we learned to drop show property in CSS PS, right? <laughs> but again, like I said, start from free. Don't really put too much of a budget or too much of your money to starting out because you don't know if it's going to be success or failure. And if it's going to be a failure, yeah, you're out so many, so many dollars. If you do free, well, you're just out however it costs for the servers. It's I like to think of it as that's probably the best way. Now, 
one thing I would suggest, like I said, is start with a discourse. It, it has a lot of uh, support, unlike the SMF or PHBB or MyBB. The capability that you get better support on discourse is there. Yes, it's still free, but the support is, is in my personal opinion, it is miles better than the, the first three that we looked at. Oh, drop show shadow. Okay. That's what you meant, right? <laughs> but yeah. So if you're going to start this uh, venture of forum software, where would you actually start out with? Is it free open source or would you actually go jump right into a paid software and uh, start from there? So do let me know in the comments down below. And if you liked what you saw, do be sure to hit the subscribe button and it's just blinged up when I said that, which is a pretty cool feature on YouTube. Uh, if you also want to join our community, it's at thisindiecreator.com. But that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, the episode is going to be out tomorrow. Uh, wherever you'll be able to find your podcast player of choice, uh, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Overcast, anything cast. Uh, you can also see the replay over on our YouTube channel which is uh, this indie, um, yeah, this, this, you know, Indie Creator Hub. Sorry, I got to change that name. Indie Creator Hub is a YouTube, but I'm going to change that soon. <laughs> yes, I know your answer, Fox, but if you weren't here for the live recording, you missed out on all the discussion in the Owncast server in chat. Even though I was supposed to have it showing up here, you still missed out. So next time, Two weeks, our next recording, next Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. You better be here. If not, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm not angry. I'm just going to be disappointed. And with that, have a good night. And uh, next time, be good. <laughs>